welcome to the Horgasm Podcast, the show where the serial killer isn't coming for you, you're coming for them. I'm Nick, and this is my co-host, Allie. Merry Christmas. Thank you for joining us wherever you are. Yeah, on this few days from Christmas, I guess. This yeah. will come out on the 19th, so a few days from Christmas. It's basically the 19th now. Yeah, like <laughs> this is as close as a deadline for us ever. You betcha. But, you know, it's the time of year. Yeah. Time gets away from you, unfortunately, this time of year, when you're busy with school and, and work, work and yeah, presents. And, and, and Yeah, it's just, you, you, you work as hard as you can to get on top of things, and then something always falls behind, one or two things. Yeah. And like, so, here we are on Wednesday night, <laughs> with an upload in two and a half hours. Sounds good. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a challenge. We can do it. It's <laughs> always. Doable. Always. So you're hearing our sweet, sweet, fresh voices <laughs> this close to Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Merry Hanukkah. Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy holidays. Happy Friendsmas. Whatever you celebrate. Yeah. Enjoy it. It's that time of year. Listen to... Uh, what's, what's that one from Seinfeld? Um, Festivus. Yes. Merry yeah. Festivus for the rest <laughs> of us. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just enjoy celebrating. Have a drink. Have some have friends a, over. Have a drink. Have, have a hoot. Yeah. It's legal here in Canada, so... Watch a movie. Watch a scary watch movie. Watch a scary movie. I've kind of been into Hallmark movies lately. You know this. This is my jam now. <laughs> I got a free Stars subscription with my Amazon Prime subscription. So you get 30 days free. Mm-hmm. And there's enough that I can watch one every day. Jeez. And that's... Yeah, it's just... It's really enjoyable. It's the exact same plot reused every single movie. Oh, yeah. And it's just kind of what you need sometimes. I need, <laughs> just, I need something scary. <laughs> just that predictability is nice <laughs> for me. <laughs> oh, it's enjoyable. So should we get into some talking chop? Let's do it. Let's get into it. Yeah, so I told you just before we started recording the Red Band trailer for Antlers. Yes. Doesn't that look good? It looks really interesting, really scary. It, it's a good take on the... Um, the Wendigo. The Wendigo, yeah, the yes. Wendigo myth. Yeah. Of, uh, Native Americans, their, their beliefs and all that old monsters. And one of them is... That's what I think it is anyways. That's yes. the kind of they're implying that it's the Wendigo monster. Right. Doing all these killings. And it's, it's a good horror, like a monster, a good scary monster movie that we haven't seen very well. Right. For a while. And um, that looks good. Like, like, the, like the, the Red Band trailer kind of shows a bit more of the monster than you think they would. Absolutely. It looks great. It looks creepy. It looks freaky. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a kid in it. There's this creepy kid. As soon as you throw a creepy kid in, I'm in. Like, I'm in looks, for it. He looks like gaunt and like no sleep. Yeah. Uh, Carrie Russell's in it. Yes. And she's a good actress. She always yeah. makes things better. Right. Um, yeah. It looks creepy. Yeah, I'm, I'm all in for, um, like, uh, what's it called? Urban legends, right? Yes. I'm always in for an urban legend. Yeah. Um, like, we're going to be watching Hoax in a few weeks. I'm excited for that because I love a, good, love a good Sasquatch. I love a good urban legend. And actually what turned me on to urban legends is, well, I listen, I've talked about it on the podcast before. I listened to another podcast called Myths and Legends. And they explore these sorts of things. Um, different urban legends, different... Like, they do some mythology, like Greek and Norse mythology, but they focus mostly on Japanese and North American and African 
Legends. And it's really interesting. And the other way I got into it was I watched Supernatural. The whole first season is just like urban legends. Cool. And it's I, the I best season. I kind of Supernatural. I watched yeah. it from the first season or so, then I lost interest. It's all you need. You only um, need the first part of the second. Yeah. That's about it. Eh. I dropped off, I think, after season three. Whenever they started doing the same sort of storyline... Like, they got into just doing Angels and Demons, and then I was out. They yeah. stopped doing the Urban Legends thing, which, I get mean, you must eventually run out, right? You'd have, yeah, you'd have to you'd yeah. hit a wall and, like, well, what's left? Exactly. And then you start making some up, and then it kind of doesn't work so well. Yeah, they did, like, the Wendigo, they did, like, a creepy scarecrow thing, kind like, of like... They did vampires, they did, they did all sorts. Yeah, yeah. they did yeah. cults, all that kind of stuff. What else did they do? There was another really creepy one. Oh, that was like a girl in a car, like a ghost girl in a car that killed people. She just wanted to go home or something. Hmm. Yeah, it was really interesting. Like, they kind of touched on everything, and then they were out of ideas. <laughs> They're like, crap, what do we do? <laughs> we're renewed for another season. What do we do? <laughs> uh, demons. Yes, demons. And angels. <laughs> um, what else came out? To oh, uh, Ghostbusters 3. Teaser yes. was released. Mm -hmm. And this looks a little darker, a little yes. more, more serious than the yes. other ones. I agree. Um, because I saw that, I had to go and rewatch the first Ghostbusters, which I love. Of course. And watching it again, it's a it's a comedy, but it's almost like a horror comedy. Yes. Um, we talked about it, I think, on our last episode, or the one before. We talked about the Ghostbusters and that creepy library scene. Yeah. Like, right? there's a few scenes that is generally scary. <coughs> yeah, with there is. With Ghostbusters. Agreed. The library, like, librarian scene in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, not Slimer. No. But I He's think, the comic relief ghost, though. Yeah, he was, he was based off of, um, uh, what's his name? Jim Belushi, was Thank it? you. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, like, even when, um, Dana Barrett. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Like, the, the, um, yeah, her character. Yeah. Right at the beginning when she you know, opens her fridge door and there's the, yeah. the, the hound of hell, you know, says Zula with a light <laughs> in its mouth. Uh, that was creepy. Yeah. When she gets possessed, all the the hands come out of the uh, the chair. Yes. Grab her and drag her into the kitchen. Yes. That's nightmare fuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, even like the, the hound chasing Rick Moranis. Yes. I just, it was just a very, very well done, scary scene. And... Take that, throw in all the comedy with Bill Murray yes. and Dan Aykroyd and and all the characters. Yeah. It is such a perfect balance. It is. Um, only a few other movies get that balance. Mm -hmm. Ghostbusters, Evil Dead, and... Um, Evil Dead 1. Evil Dead 2. 2? Two, two? 2 and 3. 1 was still more... Yeah, you're right. You're one right. 1 tried to be horror. Yeah. And it was horror. Um, there wasn't so much comedy in the first one. Right. Whereas the second one, they, they threw in more of a comedic feel yeah. to uh, Ash's character. Yeah. And the third one's like, yeah. fuck it, let's just make it a, a yeah. comedy. <laughs> we uh, don't take ourselves seriously anymore. Let's just, you, Bruce Campbell, you just do you. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, like, I know I've always found Ghostbusters in the comedy section, but yes. there is some good horror elements. Absolutely. And in that. I think we get the same thing in number three. Yeah. Um, it's got uh, some of uh, the kid from Stranger Things. Finn Wolfhard, yeah. Yeah. It's got some more, like, you know, more younger characters. Yeah. But, you know, it, it just looks 
more serious, way but, more serious. But like we've talked about before is that, yeah, like literally what we just talked about is kids can make things creepy. And especially like Finn Wolfhard is, he plays Mike in Stranger Things. So he's used to playing like in a creepy horror uh, TV show. Yeah. So this is perfect. This is his bread and butter. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that they're, if they do this right, it could be such a good movie. Like, it's going to be a good movie. Yes. Uh, it even got, like, Paul Rudd in there. And yeah, of course. he's good for his comedy. So he got Paul Rudd for the comedy, yeah. kids for the drama, and the ghosts. Yes. And like, we even, we, there's this one scene with uh, the paw, you know, coming down. So yeah. you got to think maybe the uh, Hounds of Hell are coming back. Did they show any ghosts in the trailer? I don't remember. I don't think so. They kind of showed like they a showed, green image. They showed, I think, one ghost being chased. Yeah. The paw. And uh, something kind of popping out. Yes. So. That's, it'll, it'll be more trailers. Uh, hopefully they won't spoil too much. Right. Which they've done nowadays. I had to talk with uh, Jody at uh, Amazing Stories. Where um, I asked her, did you see the new Ghostbusters trailer? She's like, no. I avoid trailers. Interesting. With the, with the passion. They spoil too much. I'm like, yeah. you're right. Jessica's like that as well. She refuses to watch trailers before um, before she goes to see the movie. I can't. I, go I see can't it. either. I, I have like to, to watch it. Yeah. Just because I get in a feel. Um, yeah, like, uh, like back in the day, like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll use Alien as an example. Sure. The trailer for Alien didn't give away anything except they're in space, something goes wrong, it's a creature. Yes. That was it. And there's so much more to Alien, even. Oh, right? Like we talked about. about. I think they may have shown the egg, but that was it. Sure. They don't do anything with Alien or the Xenomorph. They show no face, or um, not really much face. They don't show the uh, chestburster. Right. They show, They saved it all for the movie. That's perfect. And that's how it should be. Nowadays, they're showing trailers, and you get you watch two trailers, you get half the movie. Yes. You figure it out. And that's one thing I think Disney does really well, because, like, I haven't seen Frozen 2 yet, which I can't believe because I'm a huge Disney buff, but I, um, I, they didn't give anything away in the trailer. Nothing. No. Not really. And the same thing is that I loved was Brave. Have you seen Brave? No, but I want to. <clears throat> Spoiler alerts for anybody listening. The, um... The whole trailer is just about her being like, I don't need no man. I don't need to get married. I'm an independent woman. You walk into the movie and you start watching it. The whole movie is about her mom turning into a bear. Oh. Right? And I think Disney is really good for doing that. Obviously, there's more to it than that. Yeah. But Disney is fabulous for, same with Skywalker. Like, um, even watching, like they put in Red Herrings too. Right. Oh yeah. Well, uh, all of the uh, the Marvel movies are notorious for yes. throwing something in the trailer and yes. taking it out completely. Yeah. Like with <laughs> gotcha. um, uh, Infinity War. Yeah. They had trailers with the Hulk near the end, you know, charging in with the other Avengers. Yeah. But the Hulk wasn't in it. We know that. He yeah. He was uh, just Bruce Banner in the Hulkbuster suit. Right. And yeah. you're like, oh, Marvel, you tricked us again. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I think um, there's a right way and a wrong way to do trailers, and I like that. I like when they don't give everything away. So, to relate it back to the movie we watched this week, which is Black Christmas, the new Black Christmas, the trailers, they give tons away. They give some of the best scenes away, some of the best lines away, that kind of stuff. And I just, I'm over that. Yeah. I'm, I'm over, like... 
if you have a really funny line and you're like, oh, this will get audiences in, then when you hear it in the movie, it's kind of like, uh. <laughs> see, also, though, nowadays, the the trailer is basically to get you just interested enough to come see the rest of the right. movie. Right, right. Um, like, by, by overdoing it. Yes. By, by kind of already giving away the some of the, the secrets, some of yes. the... The jokes are kind of spoiling it as is, and it's absolutely too much. Yeah, and and talking about the new Black Christmas, I heard nothing but bad about Same. that. Probably still gonna see it. I'm not gonna lie. So um, I'll report back when it's at Rainbow, and I can pay two dollars to see it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'll tag along with you. Yeah, perfect. Okay, good. Because there's a, a brief, you know, talking shop review. Of yeah, the Black Christmas. We saw rumor. Black Christmas. It wasn't good. So next. <laughs> Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think that there's a right and a wrong way to do trailers. This trailer, like we were talking about, like Antlers even, and Ghostbusters, I think it was just the perfect amount. Yeah. Even in Antlers, we don't see the full creature. We see kind of a couple evolution side yeah. shots. Like we see, like, like a dark, like a flashlight flash. Yeah, a dark yeah. reveal, which was a bit of a spoiler, but at the same time, you know, ooh. I want yes. to see more of this. That's exactly and it. near the end, it's in a well-lit room. Yes. You see it's long, like really thin, like long <coughs> arm. I'm yes. like, ooh, ooh. Like, I think the trailer should be just enough foreplay so that you want more. Yes. Right? Like, yes. just enough where it's like, ooh, ooh, I could definitely have a orgasm after this. Yes. Right? Definitely. <laughs> so the third topic it is Christmas horror movies. And there's a lot. There's more than I thought there'd be. Yes. Yeah, we did a quick uh, Google search before because it's one of those things where, like, you've watched them, but you, uh, like, you don't remember the names. Like, I remembered a couple of them, like Krampus and Silent Night, Deadly Night, yeah. and those ones kind of, but I don't know. I haven't watched a lot. Black Christmas, I've watched. This will be my third time watching Black Christmas, okay. like the, this one. But, like, I haven't seen Gremlins, which I think I already told a yeah. couple weeks ago. We're, we're going to watch that next week. Right, That's yeah, we're going to watch it next week, yeah. Um, but there's a, there's a few, not a whole lot. Right. Uh, some that really come to my mind are uh, a Tales from the Crypt episode. Sure. Uh, with about a killer Santa Claus with an axe. Right. Um, uh, there's also Krampus. Yeah. That's a good one. Right. I really did like Krampus. Um, a Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, I forgot about that one. Oh, that's such a good movie. Not so much. Well, it has a scary moments. For I sure. Guess. It um, creeped me out when I was a kid. Especially the presents when, like, Jack Skellington throws a presents in the room and there's, like, the creepy, like, things that bite. Murder and, duck and... And the creepy snake coffin. sock thing. Yes. yes. Yeah. Ugh. Um, another one is... Uh, like, then you get into the more B movie. Right. Which is, like... Uh, Ginger Dead Man. Or, uh, <laughs> I want to watch that one. Or Santa's Sleigh with yeah. Bill Goldberg, where he's sure. basically Satan, but he's imprisoned yes. for thousands of years to be Santa. Right. And be good and give toys to kids. Right. But then the the years of being good are up. Right. And he comes back and he's ready to kill everyone. Mm -hmm. So there's that. But it's just, it's B-movie goodness. It's my favorite thing. Um, another one is, actually two I can think of, is Jack Frost. Yes. Where the serial killer becomes a killer snowman. Of course. Uh, one of the more funnier scenes in that is he kills some girl in the shower. <laughs> and it's, 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 it's such a bad, 
bad movie. I love it already. And uh, another one I was thinking of is Frozen, where those people are stuck on the uh, chairlift. Oh, yes. You're right. Yeah. And uh, they can't get down. They're yeah. stuck. The whole ski lift shuts down. And there's wolves underneath them. Yes. My brother-in-law's brother that has a podcast, he was talking about that. Him and Kyle have yeah. watched it. And Kyle really liked the movie. I, I did know that that one exists. I didn't know it was a Christmas movie. I thought it was just like a snow movie. Well, you throw in snow, it's kind of Christmas. Sure-ish. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a seasonal sure. movie. Sure. That's, yeah, that's a better term. So there's yeah. a whole bunch of some good, some not good at all uh, Christmas movies out there. But Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I don't watch a ton of holiday horror movies, other than Halloween, obviously, but that's a giveaway. Yeah. But um, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Krampus, I think I've saw, seen part of it. I'd really like to see Silent Night and Deadly Light Night. And you said before yes. that there's five of, five. Them. five of them. So I'm sure they're all just masterpieces. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but I'm more like, I like the, I, we grew up watching Christmas movies, right? Yep. It's always on, like. Home Alone, Santa Claus. Um, Could Home Alone be seen Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. This is, I was thinking of this as you were describing the plots to the movies you were just talking about. It's like, they could be a Christmas movie except one thing goes wrong. Yep. Right? Yep. Like, Home Alone could easily be a horror movie. Like, two robbers trying to break into a house while there's a child home alone. And yet, you know what? That one scene in number... I think it's the first one. Mm-hmm. I think it's the first one. When Marv is going up the stairs with Taron. Yep. And there's a nail yes. sticking up. And he puts <gasps> his foot halfway into the nail. Yeah. I don't think there's anything else out there <coughs> movie-wise that makes me cringe Every time I see that, oh, because you can feel it. Yes, like I've I had got stepped on an earring when I was like eight or nine, and I can still feel it. Like like when I think of things that hurt. Oof! I stepped on a wire that went through my toe, through my work boots. Right years ago. Oh, it right. Didn't feel good. Something with feet. I think it's because we use them all day, every day. Yeah, it's how we get around. And also, I also have oh. my scar my from uh, stepping on Uncle Bob's old uh, weight set. Yep. Me and right. drunk around downstairs, is having fun. Wrong step and chunk. In goes my foot into the lake. It wasn't sharp. Yep. It was flat. Flat and pointy. Uh, and in it goes. I'm like, well, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> well, ouch. <laughs> well, ouch. There is going to be some damage after. Uh, and now I have nice, it's more um, numb. In yes. the area now. Right. Which is great. That's great. <laughs> so, no, so it's, it's, if anyone wants to go watch a good Christmas horror, you've got quite a bit to choose from. Right. Some good, some bad, but you have options. Yeah. I always think, like, even the Santa Claus, like, with Tim Allen, like, isn't it basically thinner? It's fatter. <laughs> it's not thinner, it's fatter. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like, the Stephen King movie yeah. book? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's it. True. Yeah, I just... I'm just saying. And excusably starts gaining weight. And, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's Christmas themed, so it's okay. Yes. Not a horror movie then. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> 
Oh, Nick. Well, should we get into uh, Black Christmas? I think it's time to get into the original. The original. Black Christmas. Whoop, whoop. holiday special we watched Black Christmas. Um, Black Christmas is a 1974 movie directed by Bob Clark. Cool. Nice first double first names. Yeah. I like those names. Bob Clark. BC. Oh Bob Clark. Bob Clark. <laughs> Living the dream Bob. Love it. <laughs> so Nick how did you hear about this movie? Oh I think I heard about it I think this is one of the first ones we've watched that you weren't born when it came yeah, out. Yeah, this this was 1974. Four, yeah. yeah, ten years before me. So, <laughs> yeah, BN I, before I, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I'm sure I've heard of it before. I don't remember when. Um, right. I think it was brought up when I was watching some of my old um, like. Uh, Halloween movie review or reviews sure. and it's kind of popped up. I'm like, oh, cool, whatever. Um, yeah. Never seen it until now. My first time viewing it was just tonight. Right. And uh, yeah, I've. I don't think I've really heard about it in depth. Sure. Until now. Interesting. So, yeah. Because I was exactly the opposite. Where I've heard tons about this movie. Um, when I first. When, right before we got this, we started this podcast, when I really, really took a deep dive into horror movies, I got a Shutter subscription. First thing I did was get a Shutter subscription, because I thought, you know what? What The first thing I should do is buy the only horror-only <laughs> subscription service. So on um, Shutter, there's different subcategories if you don't have it. There's one called Slashtastics. And it's all the gritty 80s, like 70s, 80s horror movies. And Black Christmas was on it. So I just started watching all of them. Like, I can very proudly say I've watched every Slashtastic on Shudder. Ooh. Yeah. Look That's a you. thing I've done. Nice. <laughs> so I started um, reading IMDb, reading up about the movies I was watching, because I wanted to be more educated about it, because I feel like we couldn't have a podcast if I didn't know what I was talking about. So when I was reading this, it was um, it's considered, because it's pre-Halloween. Yeah. It's the first slasher movie that was made. It is um, is what their claim is. Because Halloween tries to take that, but it is, they claim, the first slasher movie. It's also a Christmas movie, which I love. So, you know, I don't know if I'd call Black Christmas a slasher. Yeah? I don't think I could. A serial killer walking around a sorority house killing girls? But you... Sounds like a slasher. He's hardly walking around. He's hiding in the attic most of the time. Right. You don't see much of any of the kills. Right. On um, purpose. Well, originally, I read some research. Yeah. I did some research, too. Originally, it was supposed to be more graphic in the kills. Right. But the director and the writer, Scully, thought, hey, let's tone it down. It'll be better. Right. Good idea. Uh, maybe right. not. Uh, we only see two of the kills. Right. Three. I think about three. Mm -hmm. Three of the kills. And there's a few kills in this movie. Yes. And, yeah, I, I I would have to say, though, Halloween would get the nod as the first really scary slasher. 
Okay. Because you see the guy doing it. Yeah, you're, it is more seeing it. But I think that's part of the appeal of Black Christmas is the same thing that we had with Blair Witch. That's why I really liked Black Christmas is the second one that they did was kind of eh, because I go into the serial killer more. But I think what I really liked about Black Christmas is this is just a rando. Yeah. Yeah. But but with other slashers, let's go back to Halloween, you not you're not sure where he is all the time. There's right. always the fear of being chased. Right. Whereas with Black Christmas, there is none of that. Right. You see his POV, you know where he is the whole time. Right. Right. That ruins some of the fear factor to me. That Interesting. Kind of doesn't that that takes away the oh no, what's gonna happen? Right. Where is he gonna come from? Right. By his POV, you're like, well, you see where he's gonna come from. Mm-hmm. You know what's going to happen. If something bad's going to happen. Yeah, I kind of like it, like, in the scene with Barb. We're just kind of going through it a bit, you guys. I'm sorry we're going out a little bit That's out of order here. But <laughs> with Barb, where he's watching her, he sees the figurines in her room, he's watching her sleep, and then we cut to Jess, who runs into her room while she's having her asthma attack, and then we cut back to him, and he's in the room again. See, like, it's I... just kind of creepy, because he's literally there. And I took it that he was strangling her. That's uh, what I kind of... That's well, she kinda, just said she was having a nightmare. Yeah, but also she was just coughing away, like... Yeah, but she a, does have asthma. That was a weird asthma attack. Right. That was... I almost felt like he was just strangling her just a little bit. Nothing too much. And when she started coughing, he, like, you know, he backed away because she made sound. She, right. You know, the girl heard her. Um, and that was one of the more... more Graphic sure. kills, right? But you knew he was there, like you, right. you saw him. Yeah, it just. It this took... is also the first movie where it's the um, the killers inside the house or whatever in quotations. Yeah. Yes. So it's that as well. Like I just think this movie, especially in its time, was a lot of firsts. In this, in the time, yes, absolutely, yeah, I'll, I'll admit for that. sure. Yes. And probably that. the appeals come off. A bit now because it's like forty years old. Yeah, like it's it's a much older movie but, than we watched. But, but it also has um, the killer POV. Yes, which is a little, which is I'm sure new to that era. Right. But you saw where he goes, mm -hmm. and then you're like, well, he's up in the attic. Right. And all the girls are mumbling about, and there's there's the rules of horror kind of get, it kind of it kind of like it overpowers the movie itself. Okay. Most of the girls are in groups. Yeah. So it kills like an Mickey a kill that he wasted their love. Right. Which basically when they all go to bed. Right. So it's a lot of in between the kills. Mm -hmm. I I find that just it just kind of lags. They throw in a little missing girl kill. Right. And this I find movie, that the this opposite. Movie's, this movie's all over the place. Yeah. It doesn't work for me. It really doesn't. I'm more interested in review after I don't care. Yeah. But uh, I I like how they were setting up Peter like Jess's boyfriend. As the killer. I, I like they that. Tried, yeah. yeah. They to, and yeah. they did until the very end. Is like, oh, that Peter. And she must have killed him to, you know, save herself or whatever after he killed all these people. And so they're playing it up like Peter is the serial killer. And I, I don't know. I kind of, it, it works for me. Um, because what I always think is it's kind of like a psycho almost. Where like, is Peter Billy in quotations? Or is it like a... Like that kind of a thing. Like it, it does, could, like he, it could be a schizo thing or. He a... Does lose it when he kind of fucks up his uh, piano, piano recital. That was so good. Yeah, yeah, this I I feel like in this time that maybe would have been really serious and and like intense. 
But we found it just really funny. Yeah. <laughs> just so mad. I was going to punch this piano, rip off the top. Yeah. Take the mic stand, just bash it in there. Like, I think I'm done now. I'm yeah. going to take up the flute. It's like office space when they, like, beat up the printer. <laughs> I love that movie. It's a great scene. Right? Oh. Well, I think we've, we've spoiled enough of the movie already. Let's... Oh, yes, of course. Let's, let's, let's get, let's get into review. it. Let's get into a review. Perfect. So, um, we have a few main-ish characters. I only took the ones that were really core. So, we have four sorority sisters that we kind of focus on. Um, the final girl's Jess. And then we have Barb, who is a drunk. Oh, Jess is played by Olivia... Hussy? Hussy. Barb is played by Margot Kidder. Um, Phil, um, who is just one of their friends, the responsible friend, I think is what she's supposed to be, yeah. is played by Andrea Martin. Claire, who is the iconic one in this movie, who everybody's searching for, is played by Lynn... I can't even read my own writing. Lynn Griffin. And then Peter, who we were just talking about, who is Jess's boyfriend, is played by... I'm going to butcher this. Kier Dulia? Dulia? Sure. sure. And then we have Lieutenant Fuller, who is the police officer who believes that everybody's missing. And he's played by John Saxon. And then Mrs. Mack, who is like the, like, I don't know if you've ever seen the house bunny, <laughs> like Amy Ferris, or Anna Ferris's part. Yes. I is know. like the, she's like the house mother, I think is what they call it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that she's played by Marion Waldman. <laughs> Maybe I could have written a little bit clearer. <laughs> My printer ran out of ink, so I had to write everything, and I write like a doctor, so I apologize, listeners. <laughs> but and, and don't forget Sergeant Nash. Yes. Oh, like fucking Sergeant Nash. Stupid. Garbage. Sergeant guy. It's... Uh, Sergeant Fellatio Nash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh poor movie, guy. After the one girl goes missing, they... Um, interview the girls and barb gives nash the phone number yeah and i guess back in the the 70s they would go by uh letters instead yes. of numbers for their phone numbers and she said it was fellatio 9403 and the guy's like how do you spell that and she spells it out and he's like that must be new -E and she's like, well, it's a new it's a new uh f-e yeah uh, yeah it's it's Silly. hilarious. Oh boy. This movie, I don't know, it just does something, it does something for me. It's just, it's like, so, like I love slashers, and I, I find it kind of a, like a B movie, and I think that's what gets it, like Peter and his, like, you know, artist personality, and oh fucking Lieutenant Nash, and just, oh, it's just, it's great. It's like, you kind of forget you're watching a horror movie sometimes. You, this one you do. <sighs> I love it. <laughs> okay, so we start, uh, we, we open with just the sorority house. Yep. We're showing the front of the sorority house. It's There's a nice big tree, there's decorations, there's a little party going on. Um, and this is, the very first scene is we see the killer... Walking up to the front door. Yeah, we get the uh, the point of view. Yes, the POV. You see what he's, yeah. he's saying. Yes. And he's kind of creeping around, snooping, yeah. and mm -hmm. he decides, oh, I'm going to go climb up this... this it's uh, like a lattice. Lattice, thank yeah. you. Into the house. Yes. And um, this is when uh, he does the first phone call. 
So this is the first phone call, um, and Jess, our final girl, our main girl, she answers. And he's saying all these horrible, crude things. Like, like Quite explicit. That very explicit. Nice. I'm not going to repeat them all because, I mean, we tag our episodes as explicit, but it was like very explicit. <laughs> A lot of female genitalia being mentioned. Yes, and, and male, male genitalia, genitalia, yep. Can't leave and, anybody out. And what to do. He's going to want something to do with them. And yep. Yes. Quite graphic. But I, was, like, I was a little taken aback. Like, wow. Yeah. This is. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> and especially for 1974, right? I know. And like, there's no nudity in this film. No. Which. <laughs> how dare they? How are we supposed to yell boobs halfway through? If yeah. There's no boobs. I mean, there's a Playboy picture. Oh, yeah. You know what? Barb I think, has I think like. They'll account. Look out some boobs. Kind of boobs. Secondary yeah. boobs. Second, <laughs> secondhand boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Just walk into Value Village. I'll take one boobs, please. <laughs> <laughs> what? They're used? No problem for me. Secondary take... is the finest. <laughs> 25% off? Yes, please. Oh, my God. So, so, um... So he, some of the things that I wrote down is like, he starts sort of G with like, lick it, lick it, yeah. lick me, lick me. And he's like, let me lick your face. <laughs> it's just weird. Throw it on your Tinder profile. <laughs> let me lick your face. <laughs> hey, uh, my name's the moaner. You, <laughs> you want to find yeah, out why? Apparently this guy has been doing it for a while because yes. uh, Barb answers like, oh, is it the moaner? Yes. And they're like, oh, yeah, so. Yes, and when Jess first, asked, first answers, yeah, she's, or Barb, yeah, you're right. She's like, oh, guys, it's the moaner. And they all run over and gather around. No, um, Claire. Claire is the final one Is it answers. Claire? Claire answers, oh. and then Barb takes her over. And oh, yeah, and then Barb screams back at him. <laughs> yes, she gives him she doesn't stick your tongue in a light socket. That'll yes. give you a shock. That'll give you a charge. Yeah. And the girl the girls are laughing at her. Yeah. <laughs> and after that, that's you know, they, he hang out. He, the guy hangs up, and the ghost's like, "Oh, whatever. He's annoying." Yeah. And uh, yeah, the yeah. Um, the the room mother, no, like Mrs. Mack. Yes. Yeah, she, she comes shows up, and yeah. they they give her a, a Christmas present, <laughs> which is kind of ugly, gaudy looking, like nighty, a nightgown, nighty thing. Yeah. And uh, so she, you know, she tries it on, and. Uh, this, the other, the one girl, Claire, I guess, uh, she kind of got, like, this scares me. I don't like what he does that. And Barb kind of snaps at her. And yeah, she runs like, up to her room to pack and pout. Pout. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and she, uh, this is when we find out that Mrs. Mack, um, the house mother, she has a bit of a drinking problem. She has booze hidden all over the house. <laughs> and straight sherry. Yeah, that's what it says in a straight sherry. Yes. She has one in a book. She has some in the toilet. To oh, yes. The, the the toilet liquor, I called it. Yeah, the toilet, toilet liquor, liquor, the book liquor. I have the suitcase liquor later yes. on. Yes, yeah. <laughs> she hides it everywhere. But I guess it's a sorority house, so what do you expect, right? That's true. <laughs> Oh, and then um, Jess gets a call from Peter, and they're fighting. We don't know what about at this point. Yeah. But uh, she Han Solo's him, where he says, I love you, and she goes, I know. And then they <laughs> hang does. up. She does. Totally does. <laughs> and then um, we talk about, uh, oh, where are we here? Yeah, Claire's dad. Oh, this whole thing. Claire goes upstairs when she goes upstairs. We cut to the killer watching her in her room. Yep. And as she's packing. And so we're watching Claire packing and la la la. And he's watching her through like, you know those, 
I'm trying to describe for the viewers here, those like plastic things you keep like a tux in or a dress in. It's yeah. see-through plastic. He's kind of like watching her through there. <laughs> creepily. Yeah, she goes into the uh, her closet, grabs like yes. a handful of hangers and clothes, throws it <laughs> on her bed. Yes. And she kind of looks back, it's like, who's there? And she thinks it's uh, Chris. Her, her boyfriend who yeah. was there and just left. And she gets closer and uh, the killer kind of wraps her head in the uh, plastic bag. Yes. And chokes her that way. Yes, and, and drags her up to the attic. And she dies. Yes, so now she's missing. So um, her dad is supposed to meet her the next day to pick her up with whatever we're assuming they're going on for Christmas break or something. And she's doesn't show up. So he talks to somebody. I live as like a bus driver. Was it Peter? It looked like Peter. No, it was some other guy. <laughs> They all have long hair, turtlenecks, and bell bottoms. Yeah. It's kind of hard to differentiate. Very 70s. Very Brady very Bunch. Very 70s. Yes. Very Brady Bunch. And um, so he gets pointed in the direction of the sorority house. And then him and Mrs. Mack kind of, she's like, oh, well, drive me into town. And, you know, I know where Chris, like her boyfriend lives or whatever. And you can drop me off on the way. I've got some shopping to do. And she's, as they're talking, she's like trying to cover up. Claire's, like, naked pictures on her wall and stuff. Yeah, that was kind of funny. It was, it was like, uh, the couple just laying on, their, on each other, like, yeah. showing bum. Yeah. And, uh, in, in and the, a peace in sign. In a peace sign, yeah. yeah. It was the 70s. Yeah, and she's, like, trying to cover it up with her hands as they're talking and, like, closing doors. And, uh, and he's like, oh, this is, you know, I didn't pay for my daughter to come here to drink and get a boyfriend. Like, <laughs> College, what do you expect? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, um, so, got, so yeah, Claire's mm -hmm. now missing. Yeah, Claire's missing. And uh, they go and they make a police report about it. And mm -hmm. the police kind of, you'll know, laugh it off. Like, oh, it's nothing, whatever. Yeah, she's off with her boyfriend in a cabin somewhere. Yeah. yeah Girls whatever. don't disappear. They're just with a boyfriend. Yeah. Come on. And I think we then cut to Peter and... And Jess. And Jess. Yeah. And we find out that Jess is pregnant. Yes. And she's having an abortion. Yeah. She's, she's, to... she's got big plans for herself. And it does not involve baby at this point. No. And Peter's all, but, <coughs> but what about me? Well, my opinion, I want the baby. And she's like, well, tough. Yes. You know what? I don't want it. And uh, Peter's very strong for, no, no, no. This is, I, I need some, some input on this. Yeah. And I... I don't know. No, this isn't the part where he starts freaking out about her, but he's like, in another scene, he's like, I want to get married, and and I want a baby. And it's, it's very... Uh, it's very it's, 70s. It sets the age quite well. Yes. Uh, and, and yeah, so she kind of walks out on him, so, you know, whatever. And he... Uh, not Claire. Jess is so dumb this way where she lets him get the final word. Yeah, and always. And he's so convinced. I'll talk to you later. And she's like, fine. Whatever. Yeah, well, I don't want to talk to you. And he's like, well, will you be home at nine? Yeah, I will. <laughs> talk to you later. Je yeah, talk to you later. Je Fine. Jess, stop. <laughs> and uh, and so, you know, they're still trying to find uh, find out where Claire went. And uh, Yes. I think it's, is it Phil? Mm-hmm. Phil goes to, uh, her boy to Claire's boyfriend playing hockey? Nope, Jess does. Oh, it's Jess. Yes, Sorry, it's Jess. Jess. Yeah, she goes Jester. to see Chris. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, we tried to make a report and they laughed us off and he freaks out. Yes. He stormed right there to the police station and I goes right to Nash. Like, what the hell are you doing? You want some fucking answers here? Yes. And uh, the lieutenant, he's all 
Come with me, you know, whatever. Let's, let's yeah. get this started. And don't talk to Nash. She sucks. Yeah. Nash <laughs> gets a report. Nash is like, report? Yeah. I made her, oh, report. Buries his head in his hands. Like, yeah. no, it's a report. His, his down. He's like, fuck. report now. I do my goddamn job. Oh, so, exactly. Nash is just a dummy. Yeah. And while they're in the police station, too, there's a mother in there reporting her missing child. Yes, that's right. We yeah. The, we also have the missing teenage girl. Yes. She's yeah. Like 13, I think. Yeah. Thir- she's the third. Her name's Janice. Yes. Yeah. My, she's Janice. She's 13 and she's missing. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shucks. Yeah. So. But they take that seriously. Yeah. That's so weird. Right? Weird. Maybe so 13's weird. too young to have a boyfriend and run off to a cabin, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> Random. Um, so then we cut to one of our favorite scenes, which is Peter aggressively playing the piano in yes. front of the board members. I'm assuming they're, he calls it the conservatory is where he lives. And it's yeah. like, like he's a, he's a pianist, but like an artist, he always says, oh, I'm an artist. I think he was like playing in front of like, um. I'm guessing the critics. Sure. And and they're the ones who kind of choose if he's part of like the big, like Grand Old Opry right. and all that. Like, yes. So he can join a big group. Exactly. He butchers whatever he was playing. It was he horrible. <laughs> I don't know if it was meant to be on purpose, but he's like pretty garbage. I think the way he, he looked with this, he was all sweaty. So, he was nervous. So sweaty. And like he was just so distracted by everything with, of course he blamed Jess. Yes. Um. With that, I think he's he was so yes. distracted and worried and concerned that it's kind of just not going well. He couldn't focus. Yeah. He couldn't focus on his job. And so, of course, this is such a strange scene that Nick and I decide we have to make it like American Idol. <laughs> yes, we had to. Because why don't you? Like he was so bad. Like I'm. I could, like I could see Simon. You know. You know what? I'm gonna have to stop you there. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's no for me, dog. <laughs> Oh, but Simon, it's fine. Like, Paula, yeah. You have no talent. Give up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. It's just so weird. It's such a weird scene. (laughs) He's so bad. He's a weird character. And I think that that's why they peg him as, like, you know, all of this is, he's spiraling, right? They try to set him up as the killer. Easily. Yeah. They're like, oh, look at how crazy he is. And... Oh, Peter. He, he takes it pretty badly. He for sure does. Smashes his piano. <laughs> I'm done. You know oh, what? If, if that's so like, good. It's like almost the first rager or uh, rage quit. Yes. Ever. Right? <laughs> that's so bad. He freaks out <laughs> oh, so bad. Yeah, loses it on that piano. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, that's like a little bit later scene, but he just flips the lid off of the piano and just starts smashing the inside with like a mic stand. I think so, yeah. Or like the, um, where you hold your music. So, something with a heavy bass. Strange. Just smashes the <laughs> fuck out of that piano. And it was hilarious when we were watching Nick's like, oh, and that sounds better than anything he played. It was. <laughs> it was. And then I get the giggles. <laughs> <laughs> so much for a horror movie. It's yeah. a comedy now. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So we are at dinner next. This is where um, Barb has a bit of a meltdown. Yes. They're just, um, Claire's dad is still there. We're talking about Claire's still missing. Nobody's taking it seriously. Um, Jess and Phil and Chris are at the police station trying to sort it out. They're trying to sedate Claire's dad and be like, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. However, 
Barb, Barb. who's sitting there reading a Playboy. <laughs> yeah, it's like stabbing it with a pencil. I, I still think she was trying to, you know, like just poke, you know, poke around it, and I don't know. She draw a mustache. Bar- like I don't. <laughs> Bar- Bar- Barb is like the uh, the sorority drunk. She's the drunk. Yeah. She's like just always tanked. Always. And uh, and the scene before this, she's feeding champagne to children. That's like she's right. a she's a mess. That's right. She's feeding some kid <laughs> booze. And, and, and the dad's there's watching. She's just looking at him like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Stop me? Yeah. This try is 74. It. Try it. <laughs> and she kind of snaps. Because yes. she, I think she feels a bit, I don't think it's guilty, but right. she feels pressured that it's her fault. Yes. She doesn't want to feel, well, she doesn't want anyone to blame her for right. Claire disappearing because she snapped on Claire and called her like the, uh, the token virgin. Yes. Like, I could see her a mile away. That's a virgin. Yep. And yep, yep, yep. And I think that kind of hurt her feelings, whatever. Yeah. But and they're thinking maybe she did run away. Yeah. Because she was so upset. Maybe she ran away or, you know, did something stupid. Yeah. Right? And and Barb is like, you know, whatever, it's my fault. Whatever. Yes. I know you all think of it. You're thinking it. You're thinking it. Right. You don't want to blame me. Mm-hmm. And uh, Phil is the one who kind of says, you know what? Shut up, Barb. Go to bed. Yeah. You're drunk. Go to bed. Yes. And Barb's like, okay. Yeah. You know what? You're right. Okay. And now she goes to bed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We and all need a fill in our life. Yeah. <laughs> and a Barb. And the Barb. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 I want to be like, not the Jess, because I don't want to be pregnant, but I want to be like the awkward in between that like, oh, everything around me is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a Peter either. Ugh. Yeah. Right? Those artistic types. There's something. There's something. Right? Yeah. Especially the quiet ones. Yeah. I don't trust quiet people. Yeah. <laughs> not Ichabod. No. <laughs> I was like, she's snoring right now. She is not quiet. She is out. Uh, so search party time. Oh, yes. Now we're searching. And th- this is kind of threw me off because they, they made this report about Claire missing. Yes. What do they do? We go look for Janice. We're going to go look for Janice, we a 13-year-old. girl. Right. Who was, fa- who was missing after. Right. And so the- I don't know if they think they're going to be together or why they ended up there. Well, I, I didn't make any notes why. I, I just a, said search party time. It's like a kid. I think she's a kid. Sure. She takes priority. Yeah. It makes sense. Or so, maybe there might be a clue. Maybe they're connected. Like, that's what be. I was trying to piece together. Yeah. And, but, that, again, the, this is such a random plot point. Yeah. Which is not needed. Right. It has no reference to the main story. Right. At all. Like, it's just, oh, we have another missing kid. Let's go search. What do they do? They search and they find the girl. Right. That's it. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Like it's it's such a weird mix in here. It but, is. You know, we we um we missed uh the what's her name's the the house lady's dad. Mrs. That's next. Oh, it's next. Okay. You bet. Oh, we didn't miss it. We're right in order. <laughs> we are right in that's order. Right. This that's is right. just that's the right. beginning search party. That's They're just showing right. this the dogs and everything. That's They're right. just like, okay, we're gonna go do this. And that's why nobody's at the house right. except Mrs. May. That's right. Because she right. she's uh, she's packed. She's planning to go for her Christmas thing too. Yep. And uh, she she hears cloud. She hears cloud. Her, her kitty, who we saw earlier, was kind of jumping on the dead Claire's face. Yeah, she liked the cloud. Who's, likes who's, to lick lick her face. Yeah. <laughs> with the plastic on it. Well, I guess they had some catnip on there to make, oh, okay. make cloud pop up and 
be cat. Because the, the killer has now put Claire with the bag still over her face in a rocking chair in front of the window. Holding like very... A holding a doll. Holding a doll. And one of the POVs is just rocking it, just kind of yes. mumbling to himself. It's very psycho style, I find oh, yeah. this. This guy's right? gone. Like, he's so crazy here. It's yeah. Really funny. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's something. I'd like so, to explore more. I know they go more into it into the 2006 one, which I heard was also terrible. But I'm interested in Billy. I don't know more about yeah, Billy. Yeah, you keep saying Billy. You know, this yeah. is Billy. Yeah. And uh, and we're so, like, Billy? We don't know a character named Billy. Who's Billy? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, I keep forgetting her name. What's the lady's name? Mrs. Mack? Yeah, Mrs. Mack. She's packing. She hears some thumping upstairs. Mm-hmm. The attic, she goes looking for Claude. Yeah. And she <laughs> she goes to the attic, and like, and there's basically a ladder going straight up yes. to the attic. She's like, Claude, how'd you get up there? <laughs> Oh, you silly cat. And up she goes, and she's looking around, and she sees Claire. Yes. And she's like, oh. And then, and, uh, like, this again, this just takes me out of this movie. You see the killer holding this <laughs> hook on, like, a, I don't know, like a pulley. Yeah. And he's, it's like he's struggling to hold on to it. <laughs> like just, his, his arms are just shaking. <laughs> yes. And and she's looking one way, she looks back, and she sees him, she goes, oh. And yeah. he's, let's go. Yes. And you see smack, and you see her legs from the attic. Shake, 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 and they get dragged up. Pulled up, and yes. And she kind of screams a bit, and right. that's it. Yep. But just the fact that he was struggling to hold that. Like, <laughs> a I, tiny little hook. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, uh, I couldn't get over, like, really? Oh. I loved okay. it. Okay. Loved it. <laughs> so she's dead now. Mrs. Yep. Mack is now dead. She's joined Claire in the attic. Yes. And uh, Phil didn't hear it because, oh, where was Phil? Oh, sorry, she was out looking. Yes. All that was in the house was the Mrs. Mack and Barb. Barb yeah. was in her bed Barb's, sleeping yeah. and now Mrs. Mack dead. Right. And so we find out, yeah, so they go and they go back to search. Yes. And, oh, they find out that yep. the, um, Janice, Janice has been is, found. Yeah. yeah. They found her. The dogs found the body of this 13-year-old. Yes. And I, Which, I guess, do we ever find out if it's connected? No, but I think it... I think the reason they threw it in there is so the police can make a connection. Sure. And the police are busy then. Yes. They they, they, they find the girl. Like, okay, well, wh- there might be a connection here. Let's wiretap the girl's phone because they tell the police there have been those weird phone calls. The moaner keeps calling. The yeah, keeps exactly. Calling. So they go and they set up the, the wiretap so that when the phone rings at their house, it rings at the police station. Right. And the phone company. That's exactly so it. So one guy at the phone company can trace the call yes. somehow where it's coming from. Right. And bef- right as they're kind of doing this, before the police show up, Peter barges in on Jess, who's now come back, now that the body's yes, been found. they have their little, little Their little spat about, he's like, you know what, I hate being in school, I'm going to drop out, we're going to get married, we're going to have this kid, we're going to be a family, and Jess is like, uh... No, I have a life I want to live. It's funny, like, oh, I have these plans. You said you had these plans. I went along with them, and now I have my plans. She's like, yep. yes, you can have your plans while married to me with yeah. our kid. And she's like, uh, yeah. no. Right. And breaks his heart. He yeah. storms out just as the police yeah. and everyone else comes in. Yeah. So he's all rammy and leaves, and they're like, oh, is everything okay? 
Like, huh? Like, what was that about? And the police officer's like, Jess, is there something you're not telling me, young lady? Yeah, he gets super suspicious. Yeah. Like, it, it's weird. It's to the point of being weird, kind of. It's almost yeah. like, oh, so you single now? <laughs> <laughs> ASL. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, that's very 90s. <laughs> very um, 90s. <laughs> very, like, internet moment. 90s. Yeah. ASL, so, Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah so, they wiretap the phone. Yeah, wiretap And phone. while they're doing that, the phone company actually comes in to do it. The police officer goes up to Claire's room with Phil and Jess and starts asking her about, like, well, did she only dating Chris? Was she dating other people? Um... That again, kind of, does she is, drink? Yeah, again, this is 70s where yes. you you could date different people unless you're going steady. Right, meaning, it's free love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a big deal. Which I mean kind of a thing now. Just hooking up or are you together? Pretty much. Yeah, I think there's just different names on it. Same thing, it's just yeah. different labels. So, um, we are tapping the phone, we're checking her room... Going to bed. Phil goes to bed. She's right. she's, she's done. She's so out, oh, oh, not wild, but just due to all this, too much, too much excitement. Right. All the things, all the stress has got to her. She's she's emotionally exhausted. Yes, exactly. And so bedtime for her. Yes. So which and, is fine. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. She just stays up. Yes. And this is when um, Jess is going to. She's thinking, oh, you know, I'm going to go check on Barb before bed. But she's just kind of, she's still getting phone calls this whole time from the moaner. And he's, but he's just being weird at this point. He's not even saying anything really. He he's tells kind a of, story. Yeah, he's like talking to himself and talking about Billy well, and like Agnes is the other name he brings up. The, the, well, the, the, the first time he talks, he repeats the talk that Peter had with her. Right. And then she's like, because uh, he calls and they didn't have him on the line long enough to trace right. the call. Yeah. And after the, the policeman um, calls her back and, you know, how how come you said, oh, God, when, when he said that line? Mm-hmm. Did you recognize her? She's like, well, no. She lied to the police. Yes. And after she told, I think, Phil mm-hmm. that uh, he repeated what Peter said to me. Right. And that's weird. Yes. That kind of, again, that kind of pushes, like, Peter's the killer. Right. So... Because they don't know that he's, like, in the house at this point. So they're thinking that he's just, he knows because he's the killer. And and then Peter calls after these two calls. And he's crying on the phone. Like, he's hysterical. Big baby about this. Just a big old bitch. Big old baby. Oh, he's just, oh, you should take me back. (laughs) Yeah. Like. (laughs) Like, Pete. Oh, Peter, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, not that men are not allowed to have emotions. But, like, you were shitty. And you deserved everything you got he from Jess. He's a shitty guy. Yeah, like, like you're shitty. And, and that's just a really, like, <sighs> he, he pulls the, uh, I'm sorry, I'm crying. Yeah. Card. Take, Take me, me back. back. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We've all been there. We've all had this happen or know somebody who this has happened to. We all know Peter. Yeah. Right? Like, we all know Peter. <sighs> Peter suck. Yeah. Sorry, anybody who listens named yeah, I'm Peter. Sorry, I'm sorry for Peter's. <laughs> if you're listening, your name's Peter. You do not suck. You rule. Yeah, and stay away from pianos. They're not your friends. Yes. And, and, yeah. <laughs> and so this is when, we talked about this scene already, when Barb is having, she's just sleeping at this point. She's drunk as a skunk. She's sleeping it off. 
and the killer comes in, watches her, a la paranormal activity, for a few minutes, and then she starts freaking out and starts screaming, kind of. And so Jess comes in to check on her, and she's, like, having an asthma attack. She's so she, gasping. So she gets her inhaler, which you pointed out she doesn't even use it. She just puts her mouth and kind of... Yeah. And she's just... See, I, I still think that it wasn't an asthma attack. I think it was him choking her a little bit. Sure. And, yeah, uh, yeah so she uses an inhaler poorly, <laughs> and, and she's like, I must have had a bad dream. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Oh, bef- I, I also mentioned... This whole movie, the entire movie, just goes through 17 different accents. Oh my gosh. Where is she from? I don't know. <laughs> she's like she's a, from Boston in the beginning. Boston. Then she gets a British accent. And yeah. turns to Irish. Yeah. Back to British. Back to Boston. And then she goes just, I'm going to add them all together and that's your accent. Yeah. It is crap. It's like, that it's like Lindsay s- Lohan or like this. Madonna. Like it's so silly. Yeah, it's weird. It's, <laughs> it's weird. It's like I was watching a Hallmark movie the other day. I even forget which one it was. And it was supposed to be a French accent, but it was very like, ooh, wee oui, wee, oui. we love the holidays. Um, and I was like, oof, that that's Swedish. rough. <laughs> yeah, it was like I actually took a video of it and sent it to Jessica, who was like on last week. But I think it'll be last week when we record this episode, right? Yeah. On Thursday? Yes. Yes, and I was like, huh. And she was like, oof, that's iconic. I was like, yeah, it was. <laughs> it's hard sometimes with bad accents, right? It kind of pulls, yeah, I agree. Yeah. It pulls you out a little bit. But it kind of, I don't know, it kind of adds to the, like, not greatness of the movie that I'm, like, here for. <laughs> I'm totally here for bad movie. I am too, but just some of these, act, like, her accent just... Didn't ruin it. This movie. It was weird. It, it just, I kept asking you, what's this accent now? Now, yeah. where, now where's she from? It just, it, it, it had me wondering, what the fuck is wrong with this girl? <laughs> Everything. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so she makes you, oh, you're okay, yeah. So she kind of tucks Barb back into bed and, oh, outside there's some carolers. Yes. So she oh, goes yeah. To listen to the yeah, you're kids. right. Oh, yeah, because we forgot this was a Christmas movie. Yes. By the way. So we got the kids caroling, yeah. and Jess is all, oh, this is adorable. Meanwhile, Mr. Killer, Billy, I guess his name is. Sure. Fucking Billy. I just called him the moaner the whole yeah, time, moaner, yeah. He himself Billy. It's weird. Yeah. He's back in the room with Barb, and he grabs her, like she has some, um. Figurines. Some figurines. Yeah, like glass. Yeah, and she grabs a unicorn. Yeah. And. Of course, he's bumbling away, and Barb wakes up, and then he starts stabbing her with the unicorn. Yeah, and a little bit of blood on the unicorn, and dead. Yes, Barb is dead. Yes, exactly. And so Jess has no idea what's going on. No. So we're um, she gets a, another phone call, and this is when they start trying to trace the phone calls. And this the phone keeps ringing, ringing incessantly, and so Phil actually wakes up. Um, and her and Jess do some sleuthing, I wrote down. I was like, what is that word? They do some sleuthing. Um, they start looking around the house. Um, and this is when Peter calls and he's a big baby bitch. Okay. Yes. And so he hangs up before his call can be traced because they thought the the phone operator's like, should I trace this call? And the police officer's like, yeah, you should trace this call too. And, And then also, um... 
Jess has kind of a little bit of a, a revelation that yes, but but Peter was with me when the first phone call exactly. happened, so it couldn't be Peter. Couldn't Peter's be Peter. all, you know, Peter's innocent. Mm-hmm. Yes. So and, it kind of takes mm-hmm. him out of the running. Yes, exactly. For now. Exactly. And so as they're having this um, kind of talk, they walk into the kitchen and these two randos appear in their window. Oh, yes. And they're like, ah, people. These guys who, who forgot you, they're part of the, uh, yes, the, the, the search. search party. Yeah. And they must have missed that they found the girl. Yes. And it was weird. Like they, the one guy's got a gun. They kind of yeah. one of those like bubbles from Shower Park Boys. Yes. And uh, they're kind of like, oh, we didn't mean to scare you, Miss. Just looking for the for the child. Oh, they found her. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll get going home. And yeah. Don't forget to lock your doors and windows. Yes. Yes. So they're like, oh yeah. And then so Jess turns to her, and they're like, those guys were weird. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, well, Phil, we should. You know, this is the only door that's locked in the house. We should probably lock everything. And they're like, okay. Yeah. Do, do, do. Let's so go lock. Jess takes the main floor. Yeah. Uh, Phil, Phil takes goes upstairs. the top floor. So she goes and locks the one window upstairs. And she hears a sound from Barb's room. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to go check on Barb because I'm a good friend that way. And, and she she's goes, knocks drunk. the door, <laughs> opens the door, peeks in. And she look behind the door, eyes open wide, door closes. Oh, that's, that's creepy. It's like, Phil is boom. Dead. Yeah. Phil is dead. Yes. Didn't see a thing. Sorry, Phil. <laughs> door closed. He's dead. Yes. And so then the moaner calls again. Yeah. And the police, um, this is when they check out Peter's piano and they're like, oh. Right. They go he's, and they find. He's so angry. Yeah. They find smashed piano and we gotta find this guy. Yes. And as they're searching this place, the phone company is tracing this, the call that Jess is on with the moaner at this point. And he traces it to a location. And so he radios the sergeant. I forget you know, his name. He would have ran a lot faster. Right. In real life. Like he kind of slowly moves, you know, kind of. Shuffles along. Shuffles and kind of <laughs> a little faster. And he yeah. Did, and he, has, he has no urgency. Yeah. You know, and, yes. and he's like, oh no, it, it's it's come from the house. Yeah. And the lieutenant's like, no, no, you, you got it backwards. Yeah. You've got it's it. It's going to the house. Like, no, 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 it's going to the house and from the house. And it's like, and dun, like dun, dun, dun. Yeah. See, I, I know, I've, I remember that. That's, yes. That's one of the more iconic scenes. It's coming right. from the house. That's been done in yeah. other movies countless right. times. Right, exactly. And so, um, Lieutenant Fuller now is like, he radios Nash at the police station and he's like, you call Jess and you cannot tell her what's happening, but tell her she needs to get out the front door. Do not tell her anything. And Nash is like, yeah, yeah, man, I got it. I got it. So Nash calls her and he's like, Jess, you need to leave. Well, I'm going to go get the other girl. Jess, there's a killer in the house. (laughs) Like, it's like. so (laughs) stupid now. Like, he's like, okay, now. Listen to her say and don't ask any questions. She starts, you know, saying, no, 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 no questions. Go outside. Put yeah. the phone down and walk outside. Oh, I'm going to get Barb and, and Phil. No, no, no. Put down the phone and go outside. But my friends, there's a killer inside. <laughs> I know. No, Nash, you dumb fuck. Yeah, Lieutenant Nash just, or whatever. Sergeant just, Nash. Sergeant you, Nash just how screwing up again. A sergeant? Like, he's Who did useless. he blow to get that position? <laughs> well, Flacio 2108. <laughs> and it's, oh, that's so funny because they're laughing about that earlier. Yes. And he's like, and he doesn't get it. And no. Like, I bet it means something dirty, doesn't yeah. it? And they just laugh harder. Dirty. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's hilarious. Anyway, so she's like, well, I need to 
get a weapon. She grabs yes. a uh, poker, you know, smart girl. Right. She grabs a, a poker. Like a fireplace. A fire yeah. poker, thank yeah. you. And um, where does she go? Upstairs. Absolutely. She's going upstairs. She goes into Barb's room. Mm-hmm. And there she sees Barb and Phil on the bed, quite dead, a little bloody. Yeah, it looks like they're almost, um, what's it called? Like, together, like pinned together. Hey? I don't know if they're pinned. They look like they're just kind of laid. Right. Yeah, like it, like together, kind of. Yeah. Like, yeah, but it's just weird. Like, they're like propped up together. Yes, that's yeah. right. They're just kind of propped up together for some weird reason. Probably for movie magic so that we, um, we see both of them. Yeah. Right? And, uh... And she hears this kind of mumbling, kind of snickering, and she looks, and you can see the eye, yeah, and the crease of the door. Right. That was good. I go, I'll give absolutely. That was one good scene. I'm like, that's a good spot. Yeah. Pretty good. She freaks out. She runs down. Yeah, no, she sorry. smashes she the door. She smashes the door into him. Smart girl. Yeah. Runs down the stairs. He chases. He kind of trips her up, knocks her down. Yep. And she hits him with something. Hits him with the poker. No, I think she. Does she hit him? Oh, they just kind of have a struggle on the staircase. Yeah, yeah and she I think she, she bats knocks, him with it and yeah. he kind of falls. She knocks him down and she so, runs to the basement. To the basement, of course. And locks the door. <laughs> and he's banging and he's kind of doing his little mumbles things. Yeah. And then you hear him stop. Door yeah. open and close. So he leaves the house. Right. And she's downstairs and she's moderately safe. And uh, you see the... Um, the, like somebody walking yeah, past the windows, kind of walking around, yeah, and, and looking in, and and she kind of hides in the shadows, and uh, we find out, oh, it's Peter, Peter, right. you, know, you know, Jess, it's it's Peter, let me in, I'm, I'm, are you okay? And he breaks the fucking window and gets in that way, and he's kind of, he kind of finds her in the, in this corner, yes, cowering, cowering with with the poker, yeah. And, He's uh, like, oh, Jess, yeah. what are you doing? And and he gets closer, and we see the police show up. Yes. And uh, they also, they left a, a officer in the car there to kind of just... Out front, out, yeah. Out supervise. And we see his swordsman slipped. Yes. And uh, so they rush in, and they bust down the door, and uh, they find Jess in the corner with a dead Peter. Yes. With this the worst culling blood I've ever seen <laughs> in her life. And yes. she's kind of looks like she's kind of dead. She's kind of passed out, and mm-hmm. they kind of wake her up. Yeah, and, and she's just unconscious. Yeah, they they throw her into her bed upstairs. Right. And uh, and so they start. They're just kind of talking over the scene. We're like, oh, you know, I can't believe he killed all these people. Poor, you know, Peter. You know, he must have snapped when he everything happened between them, and she's still passed out. And it's um, Claire's dad is passed out too for some reason. I guess it's a shock. Okay, shock. Sure. They, I don't know. They didn't find the. They didn't find they Claire. They didn't find yet, Claire. So. Yeah. So they, they they drag the dad out. They leave Jess in there by herself, sleeping in the bed, and because uh, they think the killer's dead. Peter they, was a killer, exactly. and he's gone, so she's not in danger anymore. And yeah, so the the camera goes up into the attic, and there you see Claire still got the bag over her face, and Mrs. Mrs. Mac. Mrs. Yeah, Mac. she's just hanging out on the hook. Yeah, <laughs> and as they, we kind of. The camera pulls back away from the window outside. We hear the phone ring. Mm-hmm. And end. Yeah, and Claire's got her face and very psycho-ish of her face, like in the rocking chair in the window. Yeah, like it's 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 weird. It's weird, yeah. Yeah. So that that was Black Christmas. <laughs> yeah. 
that was it. That was the, it was a thing. One I of those still, slashers. I didn't care for it. Well, Nick, what would you rate it out of five? <laughs> one and a half. Yeah? Well, one and a half to two. I, I did, I thought it'd be better. Mm-hmm. Like I, I explained before, the the killer POV kind of took away some of the, the, the tension. Sure. Um, the kills were pretty bland. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the little bit of blood, nothing too graphic. Like, yeah, right. it's 70s, whatever. Right, yeah. But I didn't have any feelings of, of fear or, sure. or, or tension. Right. Um, the, I don't know, there's so many different inconsistencies. The like, young girl, Janice, being missing. Right. That was kind of unnecessary. Sure. Um... Chris was like, well, even Phil's boyfriend was in for just a bit. He dressed with Santa. We don't see him at all for the rest of the movie. Right. He basically disappears. They mention him in the very final scene when Jess is passed right. out. And they're like, yeah, we should tell. I don't even remember his name. Neither do I. Yeah, we should tell, the, like, Phil's boyfriend. And, and same with um, the other boyfriend. Chris? Uh, yeah, who is his... He was um, Claire's Claire's boyfriend. Yeah. After, after looking for uh, Janice, he disappears. He's gone. He's out of the picture. But he's got a really like killer fur coat. Oh, that's a nice fur coat. Like a oh, like imagine a trench coat with fur. <laughs> that's what he was wearing. Yeah. Very like um, very Freddie Mercury, kind of yes. right, or like Steven yeah. Tyler. Yeah. Loved it. Um. Okay, interesting. There's I, I just I didn't, I did like how you don't really get to look at the who the killer was. You never sure. got that solution. Yeah. Um. Well, that's a good idea at the mm-hmm. same time it leaves you wondering it leaves you sure. wanting you know to know who was the killer he's still right. alive apparently yeah what's his story besides yeah. being a complete fucking fruit loop i think they almost did that on purpose probably for a sequel right yes. like I, I read the trivia i guess there we had a more of a less ambiguous ending where Chris was kind of part of it. And See, and that's what I was thinking. Like, with the Peter thing, it almost felt kind of... Isn't it Scream, the one that's kind of like that? Yes. Yes. It felt like... Like, the first time I watched it, I kind of read a bit about it, so I knew that we never find out who the killer is. But I thought, after I watched it, I was like, man, this would have been good as, like, a Scream-ish kind of ending, where it was, like, Peter and Chris and working together almost. Right? Wouldn't that have been interesting? That would have been a better ending. Yeah. Because you would have one in the attic at all times. Yes. Because Chris disappeared. Like, after... And that's exactly... It's like, well, Peter was with me, so he can't be the killer. And Chris could be the killer at the beginning because he's the one who's with him. So it's very... uh, It's... Right. uh, Yeah. You know what? I'm not a fan of this movie. Sure. I'm not. It's (laughs) as much of a historical horror movie that it is, I think it underperforms terribly. Sure. It just got too much inconsistencies. It jumps around a bit from the first death to Mrs. Mack. It's just right. a lot of needless filler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's I can I can name off tons of better horror movies than this. Scream. Sure. But they, they took this idea and made it work. Right. Tend so much better. Right. Because that's another one where the killer's in the house, yeah. right? Or like yes no, when yes. a stranger calls, it's the same thing. Yes. Yeah. But also with Scream, one of the bonuses of Scream is that they they keep you guessing. Yeah, right. Whereas you know the guys in there. You miss yeah. Billy. You kind of almost spoil who the killer is. You know who right. he is. But you don't know if there's another, if, there, if he's 
one of the other main characters. Right. And obviously he's not because Peter dies. Chris is missing. Yep. And same with other guy. Right. So it's... Eh. <laughs> and this movie, like, I love this movie because you know I love slashers. And I, I would probably give it a three. Like, it's right along the same vein of all the other movies I love. I love that it, like, I didn't take it too seriously. Like, I love the campiness of it. It's so easy to make fun of. But um, I like the kind of, and obviously, like, I've seen lots of other movies that have been kind of the same, but after this. Yeah. And I think I just appreciate it for what it is. And I totally agree with what you're saying with, like, the weird plot points and stuff like that could have been left out and something else could have been added. But I don't know. I just, it just does something for me. It does, I, and I can't even explain what I it is. I know, why, I know why it does that. It's a Canadian film. That too. That totally, yeah, for sure. Maybe that's her confused accent because it's supposed to be in Montreal. Maybe she's a little French. She's a little something. Yeah, she, Jess is a little bit of something. Yeah, not French. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I just think it's fun. I love the POV thing. Um, I love the super creepiness. It kind of combines like psycho and scream and a slasher, like a Jason sort of all mushed together in this Frank and this ugly Frankenstein sort of movie, and I don't know. It just, it's very. It just does something for well, me. With with Psycho, with with all the ones, you get yeah. a payoff, right? With for this, sure, you don't get the payoff. Yeah, and I. That's why I like. I think I would only give it three because I've seen it three times, so it must do something for me. Yes, but I agree that like it. It really could have done something good, but it's just it's just missing that one extra step. Like a yep. scream ending would have been perfect for me. Even more of a, a, a final battle between Final right. Girl and the killer. Yep. Or like we see Jess kill Peter while he's coming at her. And then Chris like attack Jess or something and be like, or, oh, you know, how could you? We were in on it. Or he was, you know, like do some exposition or something like that. Or even, you know, have the killer kill Peter. Right. Have her there you know, go. try to attack Peter. Have the killer defend Jess. Yeah. And then drag her up into the attic. Right. And then end. Yeah. That would have been a better, I think that would have yeah, been a better Yeah, for ending. sure. Because you have a conclusion, you know that he's still around, he killed Jess. Right. And yeah. you would basically end with the uh, the police coming in and right. finding the bodies. Yeah. Yeah, because they never find found the body, Claire. Find the bodies, no killer. Mac, yeah. Yeah, they're, up, they're upstairs in the attic. Right. Like, yeah. that's some shitty police work. <laughs> Never right. check in the attic. Come on. Don't sweep the house. Come on. Sweep it. God. Sweep it. Sweep it. All right. So then, what about Ichabod's kill the flick? Oh well, it. Um, we talked about it, and she, even though she is snoring right now, we thought that it should be Claire's death with the, the bag I thing. Agree. The that was the most laundry bag. Death. It's, Absolutely. It's, it's on the front of the poster. It's a very creepy look. Very like the, creepy. The actress who did that, like she was, it was no dummy. It was her. Really? With the bag, they had the, the like the bag going into her mouth with a yeah. hole. She had a hole for her nose. Okay. And uh, I guess she's a trained swimmer, so she can hold her breath really well. Awesome. So. That's cool. Yeah, it's very creepy. And they make sure that they show it quite a few times, probably four or five times. Yeah, they keep coming back. From the her. killer, from the window, yeah. from the like stairway. We see her quite a few times in different positions. It's so creepy. Yeah. But uh, definitely the killer flick. Yeah. yeah. So next week, 
we figured we'd do another Christmas movie because this is it'll come out on the 26th. We're still in the Christmas spirit. Yep. So let's do Gremlins. Yes. Yes. Yay. We put out a Twitter poll and an Instagram poll, and it was pretty close between Black Christmas and Gremlins, so we thought, why not give you both? That's right. Give the people what they want. Yes. <laughs> Yay. I'm it's, excited because I've never seen it, so. Such, you know, I know Black all Christmas, about it, so, but. You've never seen Gremlins. Right. This is a good trade-off. This is I good. Like this. Yeah. This is good. It's, a, it's a fun movie. I love this movie. Right. I love Gremlins. Perfect. And it is a scary movie, hey? Like, it's supposed to be. It has be... its moments. Okay. It's, the, the Gremlins themselves are creepy. There's, um, it, it's like the sequel is more comedy. Sure. Um, the gremlins themselves are kind of goofy. Sure. But, um, in the kitchen with, uh, the main character's mom, I forget her name, you'll see it. Sure. It gets a little graphic. Oh. So you'll, you'll have to, you have to check that out. I'm ready for it. And there's death. There is death in the movie. So. Yes. So I feel like I missed some death this week because they, there were creepy kills, but I just missed that. I'm like, hey, hey, It's pretty hey. tame. This okay. is a pretty... The, like the, I mean, uh, it's a Christmas movie, yeah, right? The, the unicorn death was probably the most... For rough. sure, yeah. But... And even yeah. that, we just kind of see the motion, like the up in the air, and then the... Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh well. <laughs> oh boy, thank you for joining us, everybody. This episode was brought to you, as always, by our snoring executive producer, Ichabod. We hope you enjoyed your orgasm as much as we did. Please don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horgasm Podcast, Instagram at Horgasm, and Twitter at Gasm Whore. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, this is always the best way to let us know. We hope to see you again next week because we have such sights to show you. Plenty of orgasms for you to experience. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! <laughs>